Hey there, Westworld fans. We are talking about Season 2, Episode 9, Vanishing Point. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Try to kill it oh. all away. If it wasn't sad enough but already. I remember. No, right? Jeez, the oh. All the feels. Hello, Westworld fans. Welcome to the AfterBuzz TV Westworld After Show. We are talking about Season 2, Episode 9, Vanishing Point. I am your host, Elena Jordan. Today with me, I got Alice Ford. Hey, how's it going? Carrie Lane here. What's up? Nate Miller. And guys, so much happened this episode. The little tune we got playing here right now, uh, at the beginning of all of the, the title screens there, they have something listed and so this was try to kill it all away but I remember everything which was originally a line what toss what it band? to you this is yes <laughs> this is this song is called hurt yeah it's a this is it. it's a uh, nine inch nails song which was covered by Johnny Cash so that is the let's the, say that's the more well-known one yeah yes so widely known yeah. yes uh, but yeah, so a lot happened this episode. One of the most beautifully and tragically told stories bookended was William kicking us off with this quote that then later circles back to show kind of the story of the death of his wife, which we saw teased a little bit in the coming up on. So overall, what what were your thoughts on on this storyline and kind of the, the episode overall? I'm not very sympathetic towards him uh, in terms of like, darn. And there were moments that happened where I wasn't necessarily surprised. It was more just like, oh, that sucks. You're just like, no. Uh, but it's, it was great getting the backstory and more information and context of who he is and kind of who he became. It was good. I liked the episode a lot. Um, I feel like the pacing season-wise is weird. There were a lot of reveals where I understand why they waited so long, but there were some other things that I feel like it's this is this is not the episode nine that I expected. I expected a lot more to happen this episode in order to give us time to talk about it in the next episode. Um, but it seems like everything's going to be crammed to the end. But I liked it a lot. Uh, William's storyline was very interesting. We got a lot of really interesting tidbits about his history and more about Dalos's history. Um, but it was also tough to watch, too. Uh, happy Father's Day. <laughs> I know, right? That's like the oh, the worst possible Father's Day episode is <laughs> accidentally gunning down your daughter because of your own God, narcissistic right? neuroses. Oy. But I agree with you, Nate, too, that I thought more was going to kind of happen this episode because it's typically the episode before the finale. that mm-hmm. and all the There's like a big cliffhanger that you're like, oh, what's going to happen next? We didn't really get that this time. I, I had but. read, though, that this episode was the episode that uh, Ed Harris submitted for his for your consideration. So uh, at, uh, once I read that, I was like, this is going to be, like, all William. So It's going to rip out your heart, yeah. too. But I think the main theme, too, is, like, I mean, we heard Infinity of Worlds a lot. We heard Dolores talking a lot about, like, I'm, you know, 
meant for more than this world and you're not meant for this world and there was a lot of that and I thought it was a really deep episode and I really liked it and you know these guys know that I was pointing at the screen a lot while we were watching it like oh my god did you just see that (laughs) um so there were definitely some reveals too um throughout the episode that I really enjoyed and really deep emotional moments too so this was it makes sense I didn't know this was the West World boxes yeah Yeah. (laughs) I didn't know that this was the four-year consideration that makes sense now thinking about it, I'm like, oh, ding, ding, ding. Okay. Yeah, I read a few other ones, and when you look at the episode numbers, it's like, oh, I can see why they would mm. use that one. And this is the one of the ones that we hadn't seen yet. Fun fact, uh, the one that, um, I'm sorry, what's the actress who plays Dolores' name? Evan Rachel uh, Wood. Her, she submitted episode 10, and so did uh, the guy who plays Bernard, who's also oh. named I forgot, because I'm awful with names. Oh. So nice. expect a lot. I mean, I I expect a lot from them anyways because they're. I think they're the main characters of the show. So oh, I think uh, and Maeve, I would say too. Yeah, I, I would say to a slightly lesser degree. Um, yeah. but good second. Very, very 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 close. Yeah, yeah. Well, even that trailer for next week, there was a lot. She'll be back thing. more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm very excited. Yeah, so as you were saying, you, the the opening of this is the, the Plutarch quote mm-hmm. and seeing kind of a bit of John's personality with him snarkily shooting down somebody misquoting. That's another one of the books that he has, too, by the way, is the, that that specific Plutarch book that he quotes is in that book of that four that section of books. Oh, yeah. Nice. So he really did read it. He didn't just like read it on Wikipedia or something. Hmm. He owns a copy. <laughs> I would expect. Of it in his I mean, house. it's true. The guy, like the rich guy, saying like you can kind of skirt by. It's like the people who oh, yeah. actually work for him. Like, oh yeah, I buy that. But I like that his wife kind of chimed in. Was like, uh, and yes, here's a rich kid who did read it too. I was like, yeah, Thank you. good yeah, wife. He's got a pretty good memory too for being yeah hammered. Yeah, right? yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was, I was like, all right, because when I get drunk, I that is not who I quote. I'm just like in the great Britney Spears once said. And they're like, sit yes. down. So yeah, I loved the the Plutarch quote when Alexander was told there was an infinity of worlds he wept for he had yet become the lord of even one and mm-hmm. I feel like that is pretty much hitting the nail on the head for what William feels as he feels that this world must be created for him because of his own narcissism, narcissism yeah. basically <laughs> yeah is that he ends up gunning down his own daughter what did you guys think when that happened I was shocked <laughs> I had a moment of surprise and then no I'm not surprised I'm like oh that just it's just one of those that just sucks of like oh come on but the fact that he killed the other people I'm like oh yeah no he's he's gone he is lost of especially when she right end. when she says I think he's had a psychotic break yeah he's just like oh and I love she's holding the card too and she's like oh could you have at least like waited one second but no he's he's not sane anymore well no. and just so you guys know the chat has been going crazy with all kinds of theories about. Emily and William. Oh, yes. Well, I was going to say, though, so that exact moment, though, when she was talking that she wanted the immortality, as well as um, I liked how she commented so much on the data research. I'm like, hey, that sounds like real life of them just mining data on people. But um, when the people came to scan her, we did not see the result of her scan. Right. And we know earlier when we first saw her, mm-hmm. when we had the test of, mm-hmm. you know, if I shoot you, that this is only going to sting a little bit. This is what has been this theory that I, I'm kind of with you, though, Nate. Wait, I think so this are, is you, a are, red you, are you saying you think she's a host? No, but I thought it was interesting. How would she, how would she have the, how would she have his card? 
It's just interesting that they filmed it that way of like they do it and show his result. I think they filmed it that way and they may have shown her result, but when once they sh- re- the reveal that she has the card yeah. is that she's is, yeah, is she's that human. yes, is that he just killed his daughter. But I just yeah. know as I was watching that's like that's he, he before that open. moment and I'm like, well that's interesting they yeah. don't show it and then lo and behold yeah, she yeah. has it. But I it was wanna, I do cool wanna, storytelling that way. As much as William is not a host, this is a red herring. I do have to point out that the test is not a humanity test. It's a test for the security, the bombs in their collars, the thing that Maeve. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because remember their earlier, rail. they did that to Bernard. And he, and he tested and perfectly he, fine. Yeah. So if yeah. he is, which he's not, if he was, true, he that would not be, be a bomb yeah. Yeah. So that's not definitive. Someone did just no. make a good point in the chat. Um, Michael Balsamo, he said that Ford is the one that made those cards, so he could have easily given it to someone else. But, I mean... We saw. I the feel like it's in not box, a prop so. card. Yeah. I don't think, no, I don't think, it's I don't think Ford thing. made the card. I think Ford may have came across it mm-hmm. through some nefarious means. Well, no, because Ford it gives like, it to William in the bar. Right. right, but he's but he. I don't. He's not making them. He's not. He no. even says that he's a part of the secret right. group that has that insignia that we see when she yeah. loads up the card, mm-hmm. which is why she had it in her book mm-hmm. because right. that's where she got it from. Yeah, so I don't. I don't think he makes the cards. I, I yeah, I think he just. No. Yeah, I think again, he just kind of procured it, s- right? Yeah. Some somehow exactly to just. I think probably. I don't. The question is why. That's to shake shake him up. Is this part of? Was that the start of the I game? I almost think like, it's him. I think that is is when he's saying, you know, this is there. Let's have one final game. I think that the game. I think he's messing with his head. I think he's going in and he's psychologically. Well, because Ford could be playing not necessarily like legit with hosts. He could have helped planted things with right. people along the way because people are predictable, which we've seen already in this. So he could have guided the chain of events as, as they came, unfolded. That actually is a very yes. astute yeah. observation. He is one of the Thank you. oldest test subjects yeah. mm-hmm. in the park. Uh, they have almost probably more data from him than anyone else. Oh, the built-in with exactly. the hats, too. I love, oh, I like, love oh. that. But what if you didn't wear a hat? Maybe it's some other item, I suppose. That's Because yeah, not everybody wore hats. Interesting. That's what I was wondering, too, because in my head Especially I was like, okay, wait, no, who went, who, but who all had hats? Oh, yeah. I mean, most of the people do, of course, but yeah, they but probably pick some other item if you didn't yeah. choose Yeah, back in season one, they show, like, when you first get to West, yeah. where we go in the room and get your hat. and yeah. All that. It's in the lining of the clothes. And all hat. I think it's also important, too, to to point out what his daughter was saying about exposing him and like yes. that's yeah. now yes. we know when she was talking about punishment that's what she was talking about that is, bringing mm-hmm. him out to the real world and telling everybody what he's done yeah. and having him go to mm-hmm. jail for mm-hmm. doing really super legal stuff that's, and I love that line no I'm not a host pretending to be a human I'm yeah. your daughter pretending to give a shit about mm-hmm. you yeah. it's like again happy father's day uh, but oh my gosh, yeah, I really wasn't surprised that he gunned her down. I think that they did intentionally tell it that way to make the fan theory where it was like, could she be a host? Yeah. But then immediately shutting it down, I think was a good call instead of letting that. It's spill a nice into the next emotion episode. of roller coasters. Yeah, <gasps> yeah. Um, but ultimately, having him decide not to pull the trigger. What did you guys think about that? I thought it was. I thought that was the end of William. I mean, I think it just lends to so I I took a screenshot of the the card when it comes up and under his description it says category 47B occurrence 
uh, 0.0072%. So it's a very rare, it even says rare for this type of person. And it says uh, persecutory subtype, delusions, paranoid subtype. So he's he's paranoid. He's I mean, yeah. we've seen it this season already with him thinking that everything is forward. Mm-hmm. He just killed his daughter while he was having a psychotic break. So he reaches that point of he's having in that in that grief and thinking about everything that goes on instead of going man i'm an awful person he goes well what if it wasn't my fault what if i didn't i wasn't making these choices so it's easier for him to rationalize that way and go no i must be a host i think that's why they don't show us Mm because it 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 leads more to let us think this whole time until next week when they show no he's just bleeding out because he just ruptured an artery and he's not a host he's just couldn't you have seen it in the wound that he has on his shoulder too it's already open. Bandage, but still. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It's like, here, let's make a new one. Yeah. Well, and I don't know that it means anything, but I mean, obviously in the last episode, we see Logan having a psychotic break. We have the yeah. flashback of that. And now we're seeing William have like a total, complete psychotic break. And the, the like fan theories were crazy this week about Logan mm-hmm. still being alive, even though we talked about that last week yeah. and we kind of... Put the kibosh on that. Yeah. But, Thank you so um, much for everybody who commented on the video previously. So yes. comment down below your thoughts on this one. Because, yeah, I was yeah. reading through those. I'm like, oh, that's a good point. And then they're like, no, we saw him here. And they're like, mm-hmm. all the examples. Yeah. So I don't know if there's some sort of correlation between the two brothers. Yeah. Eh, maybe I mean, a reach. They're, they're <laughs> brothers-in-law. Yeah. Yeah, yeah true. Brothers. Brothers-in-law. And I think... Buddies. Uh, yeah. Sort of. I think he's just... <laughs> crazy paranoid whereas Logan was like trapped without water and stranded on a horse yeah. through a desert for yeah. in, in this he has exhaustion yeah. heat stress yeah, I Logan. think that was, it was more of that than paranoid I just killed my daughter because I thought she was a robot that's crazy. I did not. It's crazy. I was thinking like <laughs> man what's going to happen with the daughter? What's she going to do? What's Who's she working with? I did not see this. You flip a table when it happened. Like, really? What? what? I mean, I, no, I mean, by the time it happened, I was like, "Oh, girl, you better run." Yes. But I was like, "Damn, I can't believe I actually went through with it." See, I thought from the beginning when they were kind of setting it up, like, could she be yeah. a robot? And seeing kind of your paranoia as Williams too, as a viewer, which I thought was intentional to be like, "Oh, well, we haven't shown for sure that she is human." I, I think that that was an intentional thing that I was like, "Oh, well, he's definitely going to kill her." Hmm. That's a good point. <laughs> I, di- I didn't think he was going to go through with his suicide when they did that, too. I was like, mm, That no. I did. Which, because he's such a person about control, and so it's interesting that then he goes, never mind. But then that's control, too. That's true. Doesn't Ghost Nation save Emily? When? Now? When she falls from the waterfall? Yeah, Like, they pulled she, her out. She's yes. washed up on the beach, and they save her. Is that not her. confirmation enough that she's human? Yeah, I feel That's like a good point. Yeah. yeah, they were there. Good call, good call on that. Because uh, um, I, I was just thinking because I, because you said that you were kind of experiencing some of that paranoia too. You're like, well, is she actually a robot? Is he right? I never doubted that she was a person. So I was trying to think of like, well, why was I so confident? And I think that is the reason. Yeah, but how many of the other people know that that's an indicator too? Has any has any other character really commented like, "Hey, the Ghost Nation are protecting the people." I mean, Stubbs when he's he noticed. When, yeah, and they like let him go, and then also One. too when Maeve is in with Sizemore when they're mm-hmm. like, "You come with us." Yeah. So I or don't know. Even I think at the end with Dolores. 
Yeah, and yeah. they say, yeah. Yeah, they're like, nope, you're not allowed to go. Yeah. Yeah, it's not for you, but... Um, another character that really we dove into this week, Bernard, who is being kind of manipulated by, uh, by Ford at mm-hmm. this point, which, man, this was a, an interesting storyline as well here. What did you guys feel about this one? And then specifically too, when Bernard is, uh, able to bring Ford's message to, to Maeve, and then his message to her ultimately, which is, you know, you are, this was kind of a sweet Father's Day moment, is that, you know, you're the closest to a child that I've had. And what she's, I, mm-hmm. and yeah. she's his favorite. Yeah. And what I had programmed for you was something totally different. I thought you were going to escape, mm-hmm. but how you stayed in this world to protect your child, I'm doing the same. Right. Mm-hmm. Stand up, fight this change your own like overwrite your own protocols yeah. and your own permissions which ultimately she does well then they help is it him helping then after when it said on the tablet it said unlocking core uh permissions yeah permissions. she yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and that's what i'm sure we're gonna see what that yeah. means next episode but i just want to take this time to gloat uh, to Dave Child and Joelle and anybody else earlier in the season who thought that Maeve was not awake and that she was still following her programming you're wrong <laughs> She's been awoken. She was programmed to leave. And she chose not to. That was of her own free will. I did like that That's they confirmed awesome. it. Yes, <laughs> it's yeah. huge. It's a, it's another tiny minor detail, just kind of casually dropped in conversation. And I was like, oh. Well, it's great that <laughs> that was his goal for her. He's like, yeah, I wanted you to escape to freedom and not suffer here. Yeah, yeah. which was like, oh, well, like think- he wanted the best for her. Let the baby bird go, and it's like, oh, and you came back. <laughs> And destruction. It also goes to show that, like, even though he has good intentions for the host and he wants them with what they're going through to have some sentience like and freedom, real parent to child. But he also knows that it's not going to come easy, and mm-hmm. that it is going to be violent and a struggle. And that's why he's like, "Look, you don't want to be. I don't want you to be here for this." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very, very powerful. I, I really, really liked that that scene in particular, but all of the Ford Bernard with Bernard seeing kind of the parallel with William and him just diving full-fledged into his own paranoia, Bernard fighting off Ford and literally changing his own programming in order to protect so Elsie. That, yeah, that leads me to a question about that. Hmm. We, we see him express this fatherly attitude, right? We see him express compassion for the hosts and what Ford wants for the hosts, wanting them to choose. Did Ford want Bernard to delete him? Did Ford want him to... Because he always got on Bernard for being passive and, like, mm-hmm. not yeah. going for what he wants. Is Was this his way of pushing him into, like, here's what you need to do, and by... Being that devil on his shoulder, pushing him to be like, no, get away from me. I'm, I'm going to do it on my own. Because he literally said, no, I'm going to do this on my own. And then leaves Elsie, of his own volition, to go and do it. He actually has a mission, and he's acting upon it. So Yeah, I think you're on to something. Because I've always, like this whole episode, I was like, why? Like, we hear Ford obviously talking about how he pretty much hates humankind. You know, but, yeah, I was like, why is he giving Bernard such a hard time? I mean, we know he's trying to help Elsie, but that theory, I think, makes a lot of sense. I just, I still am hesitant, though, to think that he is completely deleted. It just would be really strange. There must be other code in there. Well, isn't that kind of like reverse psychology? Like, no, I'm not going to make you do that. And then, like, you know what? I'm going to go do it. He's like, oh, good. Because he even shows him. And, I mean, he, he, like, 
He's like, I'm not hiding. Look, and he highlights yeah. the code, and then he just deletes it. I think it was a gentle push in the right direction, or a yeah. big push. I didn't catch that till the second time. The first time, I I thought he just, uh, I was like, there's no way that worked. But then, if it was just to make him think it worked, to like motivate him, yeah, that totally. Yeah, I think that's I a, that's a really good point. That yeah. could potentially. I mean, I'm very interested to see where. Bernard's story leads him yeah. this point forward. And, of course, Elsie now stranded out <laughs> Left in the again. middle of nowhere with... Poor girl. And even worse, her bad news is she's like, well, there's barely any ammo. And no, oh, what? You're leaving and me And you put here? it in the yeah. car. Yeah, yeah, she did put it yeah. in the car. Oh, she did. She, she goes, goes she's, there, she's getting ready to go and drops it and then he takes off. Oh. Be like, wait, can I get that back? <laughs> so perhaps the ghost nation will rescue her as well. Could be. Maybe. Hopefully. We'll Until see how we clean she is. Elsie's ne- a host, too. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to joke about how clean we see her next time, because we saw her in the cave right. after a week, and she looked great. So this time <laughs> I was thinking that, too, when he was driving away. I was like, why does she look more raggedy now than she did when she was trapped in the cave? <laughs> I think everybody looks really well put together for how hot it is, running around, dirt, violence that they're encountering. I'm like, wow, yeah. everybody got their suits ironed, their hair washed, <laughs> clean face. You look pretty fit and not, you know, emaciated for somebody who's eaten nothing but condiments for a week, but in a cave. <laughs> though Dolores' clothes stay messy the whole time, though. That's true. That's true. She has her nice blood stains. <laughs> like the shoulder and the corset, which I'm like, oh, why are you running around with a corset all the time? I think that'd be like the first thing. Be like, off! Get that off so I can breathe. Well, and why, I don't know why this bothers me, but like Teddy, like being back in the Western gear for some reason, like because he was... In you wanted the, him to stay in the SWAT kind of gear? He was in the SWAT gear, and then I was like, wait, when did he get back in the... Maybe I missed that in, like, a past episode, but I was like, when did that happen? I don't think they showed him changing, I think, Yeah, I think it was just, like, he just would rather wear his own clothes. I think, yeah, I think they feel more at home in yeah. those yeah. clothes, even though, to us, it's like, why are you wearing those weird clothes? You had normal people clothes? But to, to them, to. those are the funky yeah. clothes. True. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. It's like, I mean, we see that kind of in a lot of things. Like a lot they of don't, apocalyptic things. Right. People still like to wear their own clothes. They don't want to like, be human. So they true. don't want to like, they're not trying to run around dressing like us. They want to be them. Yeah. Which they technically want their, their western clothes are human clothes. <laughs> Present day human shit. Not shirt. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> they should all be naked at all times. I'd watch that show. Which that happens a lot, though. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I think we do watch that show. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Um, and then, so, hey, After Buzzers, here at the network, we produce after shows for nearly all of your favorite TV shows, from dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more. There's no network that works harder to serve television fans. But now we need your help. We're asking you to please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. Besides helping us a ton, here's what's in it for you. And caters specific content uh, you already like directly to you. It brings you to your favorite after shows so you don't have to seek them out. And it suggests content from other channels or podcasts that may interest you. Subscribing to our YouTube channels will also help you discover new shows you're sure to love. So since you're already tuned in to the... That we've got our sci-fi, sci-fi. superheroes sci-fi. and fantasy. Uh, you might be interested in. Uh, I also host the Expanse. You have a couple other genre shows. Preachers coming up next mm-hmm. week. Yeah, and then uh, also uh, I'm on Younger, which is there we go. Uh, comedy. So another genre, yeah, if you're into other genres as well, it's great to find out about those. And then remember, we have other channels, as I said, for other genres. So please don't be shy to about subscribing to them either. And if you're worried about pesky notifications, don't be. They're optional. 
And it's easy, hit that subscribe button now for an even easier experience. And if you let us know what you did in the comments, we'll shout out about you on air. Thanks for being the best fans. We promise to continue to do our best to serve you. Nice, yeah. Subscribe. A lot of great shows. Lots of great shows. Lots and lots of them. Uh, It's also fun, too, to kind of go back and watch past episodes of this show and kind of see when occasionally we get things right, too, which is nice. Occasionally. (laughs) Occasionally. Yeah. (laughs) Now, kind of talking about going back to the Western gear, Dolores and Teddy. Oh, my gosh. Mm. A love story for the ages. This one. So Dolores and Teddy encounter the Ghost Nation who tell them basically, you shall not pass. Yep. This is not for you. You are not going to the Valley Beyond, uh, which leads to this big battle. And basically everybody's gone except for Dolores and Teddy. And she instructs Teddy to go slaughter the rest of them. And ultimately, he decides to go against that wish mm-hmm. and let someone go, which we now see is kind of the trigger to Teddy's awakening. Yeah. It seems. What did you guys feel about this storyline? Um, I don't know if that was the trigger, but I think, you know, that may have been like the final step for him. Um, somewhere along the way in the path to awakening, the hosts retain their memories. Mm-hmm. And when that happened for him, um, thinking about, like, the first time he saw Dolores and then all of the other time that he has spent up until the last, you know, day, two days, he's been a completely different guy. So even though she made those changes to him, having that memory allows him to see those changes from, like, an outside perspective. And I think that is what that's what pushed him to do what he did because he realized that I'm not me anymore. I don't want to be this person, but I can't not be, you know what I mean? It's outside of my control. And so it's kind of, it's really dark because that's where suicide comes from is a feeling like lack of control. Like you can't do anything. And that's, yeah. And knowing that the cradle is destroyed and that there are no more backups of the hosts and Teddy is gone. RIP Teddy. All the times he's died in season one and season two, and now he's dead, dead. This is it. Which yeah. we see, again, kind of mirrored with William's storyline and a lot of the same sentiments echoed and a lot of the same mm-hmm. emotional mm-hmm. tones. But does resonated. he stay dead? Because some people have brought up that we see him at the lake at the end. Or mm. At the, the beach. Well, the body could be The there. body. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I like also that the Ghost Nation point out that it's a door that's untouched by blood. So it's like, oh, okay. So it's they're trying to keep it pure and... Uh, mm-hmm. Are they in the valley? Who? No. Dolores and Not Teddy? yet. Not yet. I mean, it's a big valley. Just because no. they're not oh, at, you're at, one end at of it? the forge, are they somewhere? Because if they are, and his the body is there. Shed. Oh, I'm to not be flooded? I'm just saying, like, when it yeah. floods. Yeah, oh, that makes sense. Sure. Well, could cause, be. Because that's what I was thinking of. Like, that well, if he died shot. here, how does the body get to where we see it later? Right? That's possible. So... Maybe yeah. they are in part floods. of the valley and then it floods and then maybe he That's gets possible. washed yeah. up or something. Or I feel like they something have to else happens. It. I just yeah. don't I mean also with some of the things we've seen in this show, if he didn't like blow his control unit completely, she could just tell him to get back up, maybe. I don't know. Not I mean, it looks like he shot him in the head. I don't well, know. I think you no see that Clementine has the ability now she was back. to bring she got, people back up, yeah. but just have that one 
as they say, single executable command to well, seems like make a... everyone kill each other. I think it's just a control thing. I don't think she's bringing them back. I think it's just a bunch of hosts that are turned off, and she's able to on. turn them on and then tell them to kill each other. For Feels that. like a zombie yeah. rage virus. Yeah. And, someone, and, it's like, and they just do destruction. Someone in the chat also said that we see Teddy later in the lab. That should be before the flood, but after what happened today. I'm not sure if that's the correct timeline, that's, but if that's true. That's after the flood. Okay. That's when they're pulling the bodies out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, the other two, the other thing that I, uh, I don't know if any of you are pondering as well, when he decides not to shoot the Ghost Nation warrior, I was thinking um, how much I don't think he, he he definitely at this point is not enjoying essentially blindly following Dolores because before when he actually loved her and it was more like a choice and now it's you know I have to in my program because then later he comments how he said the way you changed me so yeah. he's not happy about yeah, it yeah I mean right. he's, he said no that even a few the episode right after a bunch of times yeah yeah he said he's not he happy about that. it so yeah. that his the direction he went that was could see that going it was like oh when you can't kill her i'm like oh but you can kill somebody else and then that hurts her too and that's the one that is his one free choice then at the end because that's the one thing she can't stop him from doing and you're just like oh that's another one that's that just sucks somebody like oh and aside from like giving him a reason to do that by changing him i don't think he would have been able to do that without being changed with i don't think he would have had the willpower no no because he was too he would have been too um weak as she said too too for life too much for yeah. life and living. Yeah, to, he, he would he would see things too positively yeah. to consider yeah. that he finds something good. Yeah, yeah, he would have tried to run away or something. Yeah, he'd just at, be at like, the, peace out. Most. He would have left. Yeah. yeah, I think he would have tried to stay and convince her. I think he would have just. Yeah, he might have. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. because I don't think he would have been able to leave her at any point. Too, I think that's too. You're my cornerstone. Yeah, right. yeah. I don't think he'd be able. That's to another fact too. Her. We found out that yeah. he was created by Arnold. He's. Not I mean, all of the hosts old, yeah. specifically had his touch on them, but we know yeah. that when he was first turned on, Arnold was there. So, that's, and Dolores yeah. was there too. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think I think he made her for Dolores. Made him for Dolores. Yes. Yeah. That, thank yes. you. That's that what I mean. Sense. Yes. I think that was the implication. Yes. Yeah, I believe yeah. so. Do you guys have a theory on? So back when Ford was talking to William in the bar earlier in the episode, he said that. Um, he broke the rules in the valley when he gave him the car- right before he gave him the card, um, and that's what was. And then he's like, "Now you're going to play my game." Do you guys have any sort of theory as what it was that that Williams experiment was doing that broke the rules in the valley? Or did you guys catch that? Yeah, he, yeah. Okay. He said, "Well, that was the uh, your ho- the hosts are becoming more self aware, and they're exploring." I think, but. Um... Yeah, he says, Dalos like stays Delos. out of the stories, and you stay out of the valley. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then how did Dalos like, be involved what, with the stories that it broke the rules? He's like, we didn't break the rules, you broke the rules. Yeah, he said, yeah. Uh, I didn't. And I was like, ooh, what does that mean? We're all like, where? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, look at I know. It's like, where yeah. is it? Um, but yeah, he did say where he was saying I didn't. Yeah, I yeah. wasn't the one who broke the rules. You broke the rules yeah. um, with your experiment. Um, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure. I feel like they're gonna dive into that a They'll little bit more to too, um, because they also were talking about you know at the at the gala what they were celebrating. They were celebrating William and all of his accomplishments mm-hmm. and what is presumed. I thought that it was that because Ford's intention wasn't to have people being coded 
to then, you know, to, to use their, their data basically and kind of how they're data hoarding now as well. Um, but I felt that that was what he was saying was that he was saying that the, the implication was that, that that wasn't what he was going for. But no, I think that was, I think that's an understanding because I think that that deal that specifically that he's talking about is referring to that. Like mm-hmm. we're going to, we, we bought into Westworld because I convinced yep. Jim Dalos it's a good idea. Part of that deal is we're going to fund your thing, your little project with your robots. You write your stories. That's fine. You stay over here on this side of the park where you don't go. We're going to do our thing in the valley. Don't come over there. And that was like on the contract when they funded the paper for Westworld. So it seems like it's been like that since when that happened, right? Um, it seemed I thought it was just like he had some addendum, but it was like, you know, but just stay true to, you know, whatever the park is, and then they go against it. No, because I think he's... I don't think Ford has ever been... Like, his approach to the brain and creating these people and stuff is... is he. I don't think he was ever thinking about the whole immortality, uh, right. digitizing humans, until all of this stuff happened mm-hmm. with Delos and the Argos Initiative and all that stuff. So I think he was really just trying to do his stories and make his project and work on the robots and stuff. And and I think this was William saying when he has the card, like, hey, hey, we have an agreement. You just deal with your stuff. Don't worry about what I'm doing. It doesn't concern you. Um, so as to what violated it that that made this happen, that he was like, I should get take this card and give it to him, I don't know. I wonder if he took, like, some of the hosts and brought them to the forge and, like, started experimenting with whether or not... It works? Whether or not it works before he got the approval. Well, first I don't we know. have to talk about what the forge is. Well, that's yeah. true. <laughs> well, I mean, we see him take Dolores out on multiple occasions, you know. Well, also, like, we didn't talk about he has the pseudo-vision of seeing Dolores at the party. Yeah, as because he's just so... Yeah enamored with her and I think that was just another implication of him oh, kind yeah. of saying that this isn't What's his real? world mm-hmm. like this is he would rather be in the West world yeah. because that is what he considers to be his true home and even though it's a simulated reality for him it is his true reality but that uh, is, so is, seems like a realistic kind of thing though sorry do you have a question was I my tinfoil hat is spinning Yeah, is that why he wants the host to be real because he loves Dolores and he wants her to be, be real, real for him because when he re- he loves her, but he re- when he f- realizes, oh, she's just a robot. She's just on a loop. She Can't doesn't really remember me. Right. Yeah. Now, then he goes on this quest to have them be real and wants things to be real. So is that romantic or sad? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, both. I'm all both, yeah. Well, what I was saying, though, too, of, like, these being stuck in the game, uh, in the movie Upgrade, they have that, too, of, like, people just wanting to stay in virtual reality. And it totally makes mm-hmm. sense that if you would be enamored by this world and stay there, especially if it's better than your real world, because people do that today anyway, so being mm-hmm. sucked into something, uh, be it virtual reality video games or movies or whatever have you. So it's definitely a realistic projection of what someone would do. Well, you guys mm-hmm. just reminded me of an absolutely crazy fan theory, which was... That um, Emily is actually William and Dolores's baby, <laughs> and that somehow yeah. the hosts are able to have children, and that's that was not like, possible. <laughs> I know it's absolutely insane. Yes, we're, <laughs> we're gonna veto that. Yeah, yeah sorry. <laughs> no. Yeah, Emily's no. Juliet's kid, definitely. Um, yeah, how do you not know who's? You have the baby anyway. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I was like, how did that even make it into the news? I don't know. <laughs> um, now. 
kind of speaking about that, I know we normally do a uh, a little game here where we, we do the don't quote me and talk about some Shakespearean quotes, but one of the quotes that we had previously mentioned was the Romeo and Juliet quote, quote these violent delights have violent ends, mm-hmm. which we've seen repeated and mirrored throughout the series, both this season and last season as well. Uh, but this we kind of see a little bit where it's more almost a direct illusion where we see that William's wife, Juliet, does ultimately commit suicide because of this kind of breaking of the illusion of love and finding out that, you know, her He's suspicions dark, are... The darkness. Yeah, yeah the, the darkness that has come in and as also the saddest it's, moment, her telling her daughter, your father never loved me, doesn't love you either. It's like... Jeez, Mom, sit down. I'm not surprised there are cameras everywhere in Westworld, but I do like it. It's all visual recorded data that she was able to watch all yes. his transgressions, if you will, of like seeing him drag Dolores by the hair into the barn. You're just sitting there going, where's the camera? But it makes sense that they have cameras everywhere, especially if they're collecting data on people. But that would that, that would break you of seeing his that. literal violent delights mm-hmm. that we see is him delighting in this violence that he creates and then the end ultimately as him losing his real world and his real connections and the actual relationships in his life um this is kind of interesting too because this was the the quote that was uh what bernard said in the end of season one when dolores kills ford which we see programmed into the actual data so we know that that is a voice command for her at least do you feel like that this is some sort of ideal that has been programmed into some of these other characters, like Maeve, perhaps? And Maeve said it, too, right? So yeah, do you she feel said like it. this is kind of an, an underarching thing that may show Come up back. later on? It could. It could be a trigger dialogue, yeah. It could be, that could be um, just the way that Ford started all this stuff. Mm-hmm. That was the command to start Maeve on her pre-programmed journey to mm-hmm. escape. That was the command to get Dolores on the path to reawaken and then become the Deathbringer. Um, possibly. I, I would not be surprised to see that come back. Um, my hesitation just comes from that we haven't heard or seen mm-hmm. any of it at all in this season. Um, I wonder if maybe some of that stuff was retconned. I'm not sure. Mm. But I wouldn't be surprised to see it again. I do like that it is kind of a conceptual bridge between the two realities of the West World and the actual, his real life Juliet. Still just painfully tragic. Yeah. Um, Now, a lot of questions were raised this episode as well, primarily being, the hell is the Forge? Theories? (laughs) I mean, should I go first? Does anybody else have anything they want to... Yeah, I have a theory. I mean, I think we already know what it is. I mean, I think... What is it? Well, it's... What do you, the, what do you think it is? It's the data center where they hold all of right. the consciousness of all the people they've been researching. You know, it's like Cradle 2.0. But, but it's... Right. That's what they said. And it's probably the area that we saw in the last episode where it then disappeared into the desert. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, I think they're probably experimenting with a lot of hosts in there. Maybe from maybe. I think so. I think something like that. I think I feel like there's like a. I don't know if it's another like if they've expanded on the simulation so that when they're talking about the valley beyond, they're talking about the simulation mm-hmm. because the the point that the Lakota guy says that there's no no blood 
mm-hmm. is has been shed, shed there leads me to believe that there's no living people there. Like there's no hosts, so it's just sure. like it's a, just data. So it's like the cradle, but much massive, and they're just living in there. Mm-hmm. Now, I think this is where what the point of the contention of the season is going to be is what people want to do with that data. I think the original Argus Initiative plan is for them to store that there until they can create host bodies so that the people can live forever. I think um, Dolores, I don't, I don't know, I'm not sure what Dolores wants to do with that information, but she obviously wants to use it as some type of weapon. She thinks it's a gateway to get out. Mm-hmm. Right. Also, that Akechida thinks it's a door, too, to a, yeah. to a new world, which is something mm-hmm. they keep saying. Mm-hmm. Um, Ford keeps saying that there is a new world for them. And before mm-hmm. I'm thinking, okay, he's referring to the real world because mm-hmm. they're going to go out and be like, right. hey, this is ours now. But what yeah. if he's referring to like a new simulated world, world? Like, like a, a digital like a, afterlife? Game. Yeah. Game. I don't, yeah, I'm yeah. trying not to go too hard here, but... Well, it would make sense with just like how many times they talked about an infinite amount of worlds today yeah. in this episode. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like in the digital space, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, that kind of reminded me, though, there was a couple of fan theories though that the some of the hosts are going there, Dolores included, to somehow uh, be human to exit the park. Um, the thing though is, it would be a human consciousness, but she would still have her body, so I think they would recognize her. So I'm not really yeah. sure how that would work. But um, and it, she wants to distance herself from humans. So again, right. that's like, and that's mm, and that no. was going to be my last point. Is even even with the weapon, like Dolores is not trying to go to a new world. She's trying mm-hmm. to go to their world. Yeah. So I think she's. But she got hates a lot of humans, so it's like ways. why. But well, she, she hates wants hosts to take them too. Over. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't hate hosts. Well, no, but she doesn't. She hates weak hosts. Yeah. 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 But you have to, you have to burn the sick to mm-hmm. save the rest of the herd. Yeah. Is it that she wants to take over the whole world, or that she just wants she to infiltrate it and she just wants, kind of? Nah, she just wants to come in and be like, "You guys are inferior. This is what you get for playing with my people. Suck it." <laughs> <laughs> But she kind of said something like that before. I forget which episode, but um, it's like episode two or something. But yeah, she says like, early. "Yeah, it's yeah. not. We're not." Because Teddy's like, "Oh, you know, we can just run away, or, or yeah. like we can just save this world." And she's like, "Nah, we're <laughs> gonna take this world, and then we're gonna go out and take that world too." Which I just want. I almost want to get outside and realize how vast the world is, and be like, "Oh, this is not what I thought," and just be somewhat overwhelmed. But we don't know what it's really like on the outside yet either. Like how good or bad the world is at this point. I have so many questions. I cannot believe they literally showed us this valley mystery with the water and what happened in episode one, and here we are, episode nine, and they still haven't showed us. <laughs> It'll be in the finale. What? Because they Maybe. love bookending things, which yeah. I love as yeah. a narrative device. But at the same time, when I'm like, you're bookending this whole season, I yeah. have to wait. I have to wait 10 weeks to understand what this means. I just need I need a chronological edit of this season, <laughs> even more so than last season. Well, now that we're like second to last, the question that's been asked on other shows um, referring to Westworld, do we feel this is a better binge show or weekly is it more entertaining if you could watch it back to back? Because I I did that for New Year's where I was just like, oh my gosh, it's so much easier to watch it back to back to back because uh, then you don't have this delay of information that you want. But then again, you don't get that time question. to really develop those fan theories that yeah. are fun to have. I think it's a um, bit of both. I think it's a nice one to watch 
episodically every week and then rewatch and just binge a whole bunch. That's why I did for number one. I really like that. What do you guys <laughs> think? Is this a binge show? Do you like weekly or like we were saying, do weekly and then binge it? Comment down below. Yes. Yes. So with so much happening, kind of any last thoughts on this episode before we dive into some predictions? <sighs> I felt bad for Clementine. I know we kind of said, like, the rage. I just, like, oh, this poor girl can't catch a break. Just keep, like, destroying her and bringing her back. She just looks so bad of, like, you know, she's just a shell now, essentially. But that'd be nice if she could fight back, but it doesn't seem like it's going to be that. Did you watch the teaser for next week? Yes. Okay. Uh, Spoiler warning for anybody who hasn't seen the teaser. Spoiler alert! (laughs) There is like a 0.5 millisecond shot that flashes in that last montage, and it is what I am almost positive is Teresa standing in front of, uh, I'm sorry, not Teresa. Uh, Clementine? No. Uh, Charlotte Hale. Charlotte <laughs> Hale, oh, Wrong yeah. executive. Her real name. Um, no, Tessa. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Charlotte Hale. Standing in front of what looks like a host copy of her. Um, mm. Oh, I didn't even catch that. Well, then should we just like dive into some short. predictions? Yeah, I guess. Let's just dive into some predictions. Some of these predictions have been influenced by the previews for next time. That's our little <laughs> disclaimer. Yeah. Well, it's hard to not make a prediction. I know we've had it before, and people have said it in the chat, where we say, like, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, well, you see it in the preview for next time. I'm like, well, I'm sorry we didn't watch it every time. but <laughs> Had to watch it. Now week. is, yeah, it's the finale. Yeah. So. Pretty sure Ooh, it's going to be like an hour and a half, totally. if not longer. Oh, next week. definitely. There's definitely. so much to have to talk about. It's going to be a lot, I feel. Hopefully it's all in order. Nah, that nice. will Good luck, never yeah. happen. <laughs> if we one, I can, the one I can episode hope. where everything's super chronological is the I have finale. to say, of all of the realities that in the infinite worlds, That's the that least is likely. not one of them. That's just not even one at I'm, all. I'm going to hold on to my I told you so. We'll see. <laughs> maybe. Well, it makes sense L, that maybe the finale is be... the one time where they're like, here, we're going to lay everything out. I don't now know. everything... Because they've done that before of like, hey, so remember everything so. you were thinking about? I, I really think so. I think we'll get cuts between the different storylines, but for the most part, It'll we're be. pretty caught up with all yeah. the stuff in between, and everyone's more or less in the same spot, except for the future stuff we've seen with Bernard and the other humans in the Mesa. Like, everybody else is about at the same spot. So if we just but get... they love flashbacks so much. They do. They do. But that could still happen, but the main could story could be chronological. I've, yeah. I just, I just feel like there's so much to, like... There's going to be so much conceptually to deal with that having to question, especially in the finale, when does this take place, I think would take away from some of that. Yeah. Yeah. I think given the, I think we're just going to get, we'll get the first like 20 minutes of episode will be like what happened, what we missed, and then everybody will be caught up. And then it's just going to be like, okay, everyone shoot together. Now we're going to blow your mind. It's just like they're going to walk us Epic through battle. the forge yes. and it's going to be like, what is going on? Well, I think from the previews we see that there's probably going to be multiples of some of the hosts. Either that mm. or, well, or Ford like, is maybe like infiltrating other hosts now and in, helping them remember things. I think they're in the Forge in a lot of those previews. Mm. And that, I mean, given what we know about the Forge and if it's just like a bigger version of the Cradle, there's going to be consciousness copies in yeah. the Forge. So we mm-hmm. like that. We see Logan in the preview. I don't think Logan is alive like, in there. Right, there was I think a lot he's of dead, and him. they maybe copied dead. his consciousness. If so he's, well, he's young, do you guys too. think right. exactly. maybe? Yeah, exactly. So Logan has to be like not a real, regular person. 
Do you think maybe that this is where they have created the replicas of all of the real people and Dolores will meet someone that is actually a real Dolores that she is based upon? And she will now meet her human self and the Forge is her realizing that she is human, just not... I like that idea. That'd be fun for her to meet, like, a human version of herself. Well, did we ever see Bernard's... I mean, not Bernard. Um... <laughs> we saw Bernard's wife. We haven't seen Arnold's wife. Arnold's wife. That's what I was trying to say, yeah. Arnold's wife, ever. No, right? Mm-hmm. Or a photo. We saw the son, but Just, not the wife. Yeah. The, yeah. Wait, he phone calls her. Yes, it's uh, Zoe from Firefly. Oh! No, that's, that's no. Bernard. Bernard. Oh, Arnold. Sorry. Yeah. So maybe the real version of Dolores was actually... Arnold's wife a long time ago. That could Ooh. be a theory. That would be interesting. That'd be super weird. That'd be super <laughs> weird. I don't know how I'd feel about that. I wouldn't like that. You're like, <laughs> so <laughs> where are we at on the is William a host? He's not a host. No, what do you guys he's think? not. I don't think he's a host. We've got a lot of people in the chat saying William is a host. Um, I think this is the biggest red herring that they put in the show intentionally to throw people off. Totally. I could be wrong. I think I'd it's be a very surprised and probably disappointed unless just, they explain it really, really, really well. I think it's fun when there's been things that have been obvious. Like with season one, for people who didn't watch it episodically, it was like, dude, William is the man in black. Like you thought that the whole time. But if you watch it as a marathon, you don't have that time to really come to that conclusion as quickly mm-hmm. because it's like you don't have that time to break mm-hmm. it all down and be like, hmm, I wonder who they are. So I wonder what this season is the thing that we've been knowing the whole time, mm-hmm. but seeing it spread out, you haven't had a chance to really be like, oh, that's something we've known the whole time. Just mm-hmm. There were some other theories, too, about William William's consciousness being uploaded into a host version of himself being young Young? and then him and Dolores being able to be reunited since he was in love with her. Uh, Sadly romantic and weird. I don't like it. (laughs) I'm like, no. As much as I would like more Jimmy Simpson, Uh I I hope not. Yeah. I think that's too weird because, I know, I don't know. Oh, Stay tuned for all your weird theories from me. <laughs> yeah, <next week>. finale. <laughs> yeah, finale next week. Uh, so in the meantime, where can everybody find you guys? Guys, you can find me on all social media at Dog Like Nate. And you guys can find me online at Carrie D Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And you guys can find me on Twitter at Alice L. Ford and at Alice's Adventures on Earth everywhere else. And you guys can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan and on Instagram at that Elena Jordan girl. And you can find us all here at AfterBuzz TV on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube. Be sure to like, subscribe, thumbs up, comment. Let us know all of your theories. We love hearing from you guys. So we will see you next week for the finale. Bye. See ya. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.